Welcome to the New Missions Podcast. I'm Tim DeTellis, and on this episode, I sit down with Pastor Ryan Alonzo from Central Life Church in Cocoa, Florida, on the Space Coast. And we have a conversation about how their church is making right where they are their mission field. So let's enjoy this conversation with Pastor Ryan. It's great to be here today with Senior Pastor Ryan Alonzo from Central Life Church on the Space Coast. Florida, sunny Florida. Yeah, Sunshine State. And we are actually in Orlando today, a little bit away from his home, because we frequent a coffee shop to gather and talk about ministry and life and family. And Ryan, I thank you for taking the time to be with us. Wanted to talk a bit about how your church has really modeled living life on mission. We've known each other for decades. Yeah. (laughs) And you've been a dear friend, but also a a tremendous partner with New Missions, and your church family's been very engaged and generous but let's talk for a minute what really matters to you when you look across the scope of your ministry and church on how people are living life on mission. We're obviously living in interesting times. It's been an interesting year, kind of reflecting on that. It's always been a challenge to convince church-going people and followers of Jesus to not view church attendance as their focal point of church life, but to view the fact that Sunday is the platform that launches them into the rest of their life and to live it authentically every day. And that's always been a challenge and a strange turn of events. I think the last year, 2020 pandemic has made people slow down. It's made them more aware of what's going on around them. They've certainly been more sensitive to a lot of things in life. And we've just tried to capitalize on that. You know, I think it starts with attitude. I'm not here just to be a church-going person on the weekend, but I'm here to honor God in everything I do, from work to family to neighborhood to everyday life. So we talk about it a lot. Um, That's one of the ways we help drive people to a a mission with their life and let their life count for something bigger is talk about it, be candid about it. And then we've tried to organize around it. We've had some creative ideas. We can tease some of those out, you know, and what that looks like. From your perspective as a dad, you know, you grew up in ministry. Your dad was a pastor. But now you're raising two amazing kids, plus a few dogs. Yep. (laughs) True. And and your wife, Amanda, is she's a champion of the church, which I love. You both are in ministry together. But how has that been flushed out for you personally? Because one of the things I love about your leadership is it's not just preaching it. It's living it. You role model it. So you show the church first. Hey, look at my my wife and kids. We're we're out in the neighborhood. We're skateboarding down the street. We're meeting the community. What's that look like for you all? One of the places that we feel the most fulfilled and assess that we're living on purpose more than we have maybe in other seasons or other places is our children are old enough now that they're creating a circle of influence because they play sports, because they're active in certain circles. We have these repetitive meetings with people that for all intents and purposes, we're doing life with them now. And it is a mission field to us. So for example, my son plays baseball. It's more than baseball to us as a family. We try to explain that to our kids. They're still young, but Amanda and I certainly use it as an opportunity to stay connected to people who maybe are far from faith in God and not just show up at practice and just do our own thing, but to actually engage with others. That leads to all kinds of amazing things. You know, I'm always telling our church, you are the greatest promotion the church has, your life, right? your your work, your work ethic, your integrity. We can market and brand and resource and do all kinds of things, which I think are wise, but instill in people that you're the greatest marketing strategy the church has ever had. And so we just try to model that well in our own circles. And so our kids have helped expand that. We had 21 of our friends said yes to coming to church at Easter 
I'm doing that because I want them to know the Lord. I'm also doing it because I'm trying to model well to my church what it looks like to have influence and to leverage that for building the local church. That's some things of what it looks like for us. Let's talk about that for a moment about the invite. You know, obviously building trust and relationship over time with people in the community. You've done it through your kids being in sports or neighbors that you get to know in the community. But what is it like for you, not just as, you know, lead pastor, but as a friend or fellow parent, dad, inviting someone to church. What's that like for you? If I just run head first into it, you know, they find out I'm a pastor, I'm a Christian, and I'm just come on strong and I just write to the point, hey, you should come to my church. (laughs) Um, It doesn't go well. That's intuition because I've never done it. (laughs) I've never just run, you know, first to that. But I think the yeses that we get are directly tied to the fact that we say yes to them usually first. Okay. Have they invited us to dinner? If so, the answer is yes. If the team says, hey, we have a tournament going on over in this town an hour away, and we've blocked off some rooms for those who want to stay over a night, the answer is yes. Because I realize if I can get relationally invested and build some equity and trust that way, it's going to make it a lot more attractive to them when I say, I have something that I can offer to you. Sounds a lot like what Jesus did, right? Didn't he build some (laughs) common bond, some relationship, and then made the invite, believe in my Father? And that has, I'm sure we have some pastors, church leaders listening today to the podcast. People hold a perception about people of faith. And because of that, it can produce negative results and people can be distance themselves. They can do all kinds of things that further distance people from Jesus. The only way I think you can truly break those perceptions is not with a program, a service, or even an invite to one. I think you have to break those perceptions by being with them, being together, doing life with them, and helping them realize there's a humanity to you that probably breaks the mold of what they thought Christians are like. You've got it. You've got what you need to break those perceptions. It's just a matter of, do you have the relationships? Have you connected with them so that they can see it? And it sounds like that takes time together. It's certainly challenging. I think it's a necessity if you want to have an act of faith that becomes contagious. In your church life, at Central Life, what's been happening that you're excited about these days in regards to how uh, your church is serving locally? I know that you're partnering with New Missions for what we do in Haiti and the Dominican Republic, and we're very grateful for that. But I'm excited about the local church as the greatest force for good and people living out their lives on mission right where they are. So in your space, what's exciting to you these days? We took some inventory of what our impact looked like in our communities and realized there's potential still on the table. The pandemic revealed some things uniquely in general. We're just always assessing, evaluating, and we realized there's there's more relationship that can be built between our church and our the cities we're in, and especially our entire county. And so we take kind of a county approach to loving on people. There are four months of the year that have a fifth Sunday. We decided to use those uniquely. Those happen in this particular year in January, May, August, and I think October. We are taking that those fifth Sundays and we literally are shutting down all of our programming and all of our church services. Uh, we do provide an online service to, to view, but we shut down all of our operation and we literally organize our entire church into teams and they go and they take care of community projects. That's awesome. If we would not have had a shutdown where several months we were not having physical services and things like that, I don't know that this idea would have come to the surface. But after doing it for that long, I realized you could certainly do this on occasion in a preemptive way. I'm telling you, it has changed 
everybody's perspective. We've had actually a couple of them. We finished the year by doing it that way, but we've, we've really committed this year. So we're about to enter into the second one this year. I think it's a total of four now. We hand out a t-shirt to all of our teams so that they're uniform and they're you know identifiable. I have one of those shirts. So, and we redesign them every time we do one. The next one says um, on the back of it, the church has left the building as just kind of a reminder, like we're going out into our community. It's exciting to us because it's not just the individual deciding how to capitalize on their relational influence. It's hundreds of people putting on display the fact that we're not just over here in our building. Right. We're over here in the neighborhood. We're in the school courtyard. We're wherever the mayor tells us there's a point of need. And we go with no strings attached. We let our actions speak for themselves. We don't hand out invite cards. We don't do any of that stuff. We simply just go serve and let them communicate the why. That's beautiful. Well, I appreciate not only your passion for ministry, but also your commitment to the local church. Um, kind of in closing, I want to reflect back to a moment. Your church was uh, generous in serving with new missions and something that we launched during the pandemic, which was our virtual mango run. And I just love the fact that your church is very active with health and wellness. Um, you know, you care about the spiritual health of your church family, but you also have realized that there's a physical component. Talk a little bit about that. We have a couple partners that are health-related partners. In an unplanned way, had a lot of people involved in that kind of ministry work and physical fitness. When New Missions presented the Mango Run in the middle of what was our shutdown, we weren't gathering on Sundays. And you did it virtually. You made it easy to do it right from your own home, your own neighborhood. We were like, well, that has to take place among the church family. And so I think we had several dozen people participate. And I did and did it with my family. And we certainly see it as a tool. The New Testament says that physical fitness is of some value and then makes the statement that's obviously spiritual fitness or understanding who God is is the utmost importance. But they both have value. And um, and so we've just tried to lean into that in the most healthy, non-pressured way that we can. Yeah, I think it's been fun to watch how your life and ministry has been not only encouraging to me, but also really fruitful on the Space Coast. You know, I just want to keep you all in prayer, but how can we follow your story there at Central Life? Where can people find your church? Obviously, the easiest place is to jump on the internet, check out centrallife.org, but also we're on Instagram and Facebook, Central Life Church, and look us up. We're constantly posting and making sure you see what we're doing and what's going on. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ryan. I thank God for you. Thanks for listening to the New Missions Podcast, helping you live life on mission right where you are and wherever you go. You can join us for the virtual Mango Run by simply visiting newmissions.org forward slash run. That's newmissions.org forward slash run. Let's make a difference right where we live because our mission field is wherever we are.